But are you recording now? Uh, I just started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Drew Samples Excuse Cast. <laughs> I'm Scott Hebert. I'm doing failing forward, but yeah. It's all right. Keep it keep it going. Let's get this intro <laughs> out. That was it. Um, um something something. Um talking about what we did for the week. Uh I'm not really I'm not the intro guy. I lost my mojo, man. How'd you lose your mojo? Well, I was halfway through a sip of coffee and then I had to put it down. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Failing Forward, the profitable urban farming accountability podcast. I am one of your hosts and owner and operator of Capital City Gardens, Drew Sample, and the other host, you may know him from season one of Profitable Earth, yeah, uh, the Urban Farmer on Permaculture Voices. He's soon going to be featured on another episode of Permaculture Voices. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll find out when. But... Um, he owns flavor, owns and operates Flavorful Farms, Mr. Scott Hebert. How are you doing, Scott? Is that what you were trying to do with that intro? Uh, no, I didn't really have a plan. I just wanted to say Drew Samples. Excuse cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just ready. thought of yeah, it like... Excuses I just, loaded. Yeah, I thought of it this morning, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to drop that. <laughs> I, I got a bunch of excuses for this yeah. week. Oh, good. Sure. Let's let's hear all about it. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um. Yeah, I mean, this week was a good week. Uh, I didn't, you know, I'm still getting the other crops of lettuce are still growing. And some little fucking critter has been getting into some of my lettuce I planted a couple weeks ago. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's it's annoying, man. I need to get like an airsoft gun or something and hunt this. I'm pretty sure it's a rabbit. It could be a squirrel. Either way, I should probably hunt it down and... You know, I don't. Have, I don't have many rodents at my house. Yeah, I usually don't, man. We have a lot of cats in the neighborhood, but something like also my my arugula and mizuna are both germinating really well, and then it looks like something just took a big chunk out of them, and like like something took its hands or paws or something and scraped through the bed, uh-huh. and uh, and then I was I was I finished so yesterday. My buddy Cody came over and he helped me. Um, we were just finishing the, these back beds that I I just have them tarped now because I've been having so much problems with weeds back there. Like there's just so much weed pressure back there that I want to keep it tarped before I put anything planted in it just to prevent fighting weeds. And uh, <laughs> I found like this turd on my tarp and it was like a decent sized turd. So I'm like, what is in my, what is coming into my yard? That is this big of an animal. So it could be a raccoon. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. The Sasquatch that randomly poops on your tarp. How did they do that? <laughs> uh, I got this irrigation system. Josh Johnson, um, who I shot out last week, said, hey, I got this for my hoop house. I think this would work for yours, too. Um, and then we looked, and we figured I'd need to get two of them. So I was going to set it up. And then I'm looking and I'm like, well, I have tools in here in this hoop house. It doesn't really make sense for me to be running irrigation and spraying my tools. So I was a little bit, um, that's when I messaged you yesterday. And I was like, dude, I need like a tool shed or something because I don't have a garage or anything. Um, So now the only 
the only place where where my stuff can like get out of the rain is inside my hoop house. So I found this little thing on the auction site. I'm going to try to get for twenty bucks. It's like a a little structure, like a little just kind of like tent style structure that I can build um, and put together, and then I could just put tools in there, or I might get like a a deck uh, a deck thing because I need a place to put my tools, man. Like. Right now, I just kind of lean them up against the house in the one area, mm-hmm. um, but I just like I don't know. I I just need to to get that organized. So I was, I was thinking about that um, today. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna finish walk washing all my microgreen trays, get those done. Then I can set those out to dry in the hoop house. And um, oh, and I I met my bookkeeper and I got him my first batch of receipts for last year's taxes for my other business. And, and yeah, man, so things, I, I got stuff done. I mean, I'm, I'm still really, uh, I, I, I'm in this weird point because I'm pretty, you know, pretty sure I'm going to be moving to the, um, to that other property, um, next year. Cause honestly, man, like the biggest thing right now that, is getting in the way with this business is time like not having the time and and it's and it's not that i i don't have the time it's just i know if i had more time i could get a lot more stuff done and you know being away you know i have to be at work at least 50 hours a week and then including like drive time it probably ends up being about 55 so it's um it's frustrating me and like it's frustrating because I know that there's a market here and I feel like I need to take advantage of this market before somebody else does. And, um, so that's, that's pretty much it, man. I, I think, so I'm, I'm plotting out that plan. Nothing is really a hundred percent in my head, um, yet, but I'm going to talk to Luke about it today. And I, t- I talked to Eric Schultz a little bit about it when I record a podcast with him and, um, so that's that's pretty much it, man. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, it was a productive week, but not you know, I didn't I didn't get sales. I didn't have anything. So. Wah wah wah. Yeah, I mean, I had some microgreens, but I mean, it's yeah, I I don't know. I'm not gonna go to the market and just sell microgreens. <clears throat> yeah. Because- yeah, man, you definitely got to make a, a baseline amount of money. Yeah, I think I could sell them there. It's just like Saturdays when I can get the most stuff done. It's kind of that that again thing. Like I can get so much done during the week, like before and after work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I just think that you need to create that time somehow. Make some sacrifices, um, and I know you have been, but it's just always more, 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 right? Yeah, it's it's going to be a grind setting this up. It's going to be a grind doing everything. Yeah, for sure, and like. Yeah, um, yeah, man. That's what I think. Well, sure. What about yeah. you, Scott? Um, I didn't go to the farmers market this weekend. Uh, I just uh, didn't. I had I had some root crops coming out, but I didn't really have like a whole ton of salad mix. And then um, I've been using because I had bought a trailer for my car off Chris Thoreau before when yeah. I thought I was going to go to a different farmers market. Then this farmers market. Um, it's, 
it's got shitty parking, so I didn't really want to take my car with a trailer. So I've been using um, either my dad's truck or my mom's uh, little Toyota RAV4 SUV thing to go to the market. I'll just yeah. borrow one of their vehicles on Saturday and we can switch or whatever. And that's been working out really good. But then this weekend, both of their vehicles were gone. Oh, so, weird. yeah. So I didn't really have like tons of spring mix. And then I didn't have access to the vehicles. And then I was a little bit behind on some of my farm stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I've already made like 350 bucks at restaurant sales and stuff. Is it really worth it to go get that extra 50 bucks at the thing? And I was like, nope. So I phoned the farmer's market and said, I'm not going to be there this weekend. And then I went and uh, I woke up yesterday morning. It's so I can get so much more shit done, man, when I don't have to go to that farmer's market. Just yeah. because I'm like, like same thing as you, right? Limited with your time, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, but I just got my washing station built and stuff. I had my drying screen on. Oh, oh man! And I totally found a, a washing machine on Craigslist this morning for fifty bucks. And I was gonna email the guy, and I totally forgot. I just remembered right now. I'm gonna what find it and right email now? the guy right yeah. now. I'll I am. Pause. No, man, we don't have to pause. We can keep going. Okay. I, I know where it is. I just couldn't like when I go on my iPhone and launch the the little Craigslist thing. Yeah. Um, it takes me to like um, a mail account or like the mail app instead of the Gmail app. Yeah. And then I can't send the mail and it's just a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. man. 50 bucks. I found one. I was like, I was just like, oh, I'll go on there because I see actually um, Diego on his like weekly weekly newsletter thing. Yeah. Um. He's just like, yeah, I was searching Craigslist for free stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I still need to get like a washing machine. And I was just checking on prices on like um, walk-in coolers and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so you might but, get a walk-in cooler in addition to your CoolBot cooler? No, I was just looking. You were just looking, okay. Yeah, man, I'm just cruising. Yeah. I just, but this guy's getting... Hey, buddy, is your thing still available? Oh, yeah, this is sweet. I was also kind of thinking my watching machine at home is kind of um, biting the dust a little bit. Yeah, so get a new one and then that you can use, then use that old one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then I also just found this one for 50 bucks. So, yeah, I mean, that's, hey, I mean, hey, that, buddy, I would hey, buddy this bad better. boy is still available. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I hate dealing with people on Craigslist. No, Craigslist is the is, it's man, it's just not. Um, it's so fucking it's, inconvenient, man. Yeah, it's cooler when there's um, an existing, like Arms Trader, um, the one that it's for guns and ammo and stuff like that. It's a lot like Craigslist, but it's only for guns and ammo. Mm-hmm. Like everything's really easy. Everyone's really easy to deal with, and Craigslist just just isn't. Like I've been using that auction site, man, and even then, like that's kind of a hassle. Um, because it's different. It's it's basically like a bunch of basically every auctioneer has their own little business, and uh, they're only at the auction place certain times. And like, I bought this food dehydrator uh, fucking weeks ago, man, and I haven't had it. I've been able to go up and get it. Like, I just it's it's just it's really um, difficult and inconvenient to match up with their time and. And it's it's kind of like Craigslist, except at least at the auction site, you know, the stuff's pretty much going to work. You can take a look at it. Craigslist, man, I bought this wood chipper, and it was running, and uh, it was sparking a little bit. And she goes, oh, uh, I'd just take it into a mechanic, and then uh, 
then I did, and then it, it was pretty much busted, and then I could never get a hold of her again. So that was that was a while back. I wanted a wood chipper, and it was it was a stupid purchase. <laughs> you just wanted a wood. Chipper. I just wanted a wood chipper, man. And then I I got a wood chipper that's not a commercial one, and they f- suck anyways. And it's like a good one because I had like I need I have some wood. I, I I could definitely use some wood chips in my back, um, but it's like a like it's I don't think I want to put any more work into it because I don't know. I think I'll, I'd still actually uh, – my buddy, his mom might move into this house if I move out. And I could probably still farm this land next year or have it going for him to do. So I don't know, man. It's like I, I've put work into this spot to get it going, and it's pretty cool, and it's a good experience. But I was working – Cody was helping me yesterday, and it's, it's his plot where I'm moving to. And we went out there yesterday, and he was telling me where – uh, he wants to put a hoop house and all this other cool stuff where he wants to have birds and because uh, he wants to manage the birds. And um, I'm going to do the, the vegetables, obviously. And it's 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 really cool, man. I mean, it's not going to be till the spring. And um, when when you come out here, uh, I'll show it to you. I mean, it's a it's a good spot, man. It's a really good spot. And then uh, I found I might be able to be getting a construction trailer and a camper from one of our friends. I don't want to say his name because I, uh, I, don't, I don't want anybody else to know that I'm getting it or that maybe they want it and I don't want them to buy it instead of me. So, But it's, things, are, things are really lining up for just it to be a transition, if that makes sense. So, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's time, Scott. Like I don't. I feel I feel like it's time for me to do this full time because I know I can make money doing it. Um, like I don't think that's ever gonna. I don't think that's gonna be a problem. It's mainly, you know, my biggest my biggest hurdle this season was time and managing the podcast with this and work and and, and other stuff too. So and um, but I don't know. I, I already talked about this stuff. Yeah, I think. I think that you got a little bit of work to do before you get to go full time. Yeah, I like. I think you got to get that course done. I think you got to get oh, some no, that, that's reading the, stuff done. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, like I'm not saying it's not possible and stuff, but like I know that you were talking about um, taking that loan out or whatever, right? I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was thinking about getting that micro loan. Uh-huh. Still thinking about it. Yeah, I think that's it's not a. I mean, if even if it was just to get like caterpillar tunnels and stuff like that to do season extension stuff, I think if if you're doing this full time, it's it's kind of like okay, what other infrastructure would I need? Like, I, okay. every everything like, that I have right now was is great because I can just pick it up and move it. Yes, it is. But this is the thing that like you were kind of talking about that yesterday a little bit. And then, um, or we were talking about that the other day a little bit. And then, um, that makes me think that, that you think that you need to throw more money at this yeah. right now, which is not what you need to do. You need to put more, put more into this, right? You need to manage yeah. your system better. You don't need to have, you don't need to have season extension, um, infrastructure when you're not even taking advantage of your full natural season yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what you got to be doing first, and then you can work up to there. I think that, and I think that for how much those caterpillars and stuff cost, that you'd be better off um, just either like my plan 
for next year is if right now I'm thinking I'll keep my job, but if not, I'll make it till spring, quit, um, farm all summer, and then I'll have to go get a job like like at the end of fall. Yeah, like that's what that, like that like you know what I mean. Like if I get to go independent next year, it'll only be independent for like three months, and then I'll have to go get another job. Um, but because I still want to. Like I don't want to take money out of my business, and I just want to, um, you know, you gotta make sacrifices, man. Just keep on the grind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh no, I, I totally get it. But I mean, I think you know, limited space here sucks in a sense because if if a bed goes bad, I don't have another bed. Like I don't have more. I have like eight. Oh, bed. you know what I mean? Yeah, like I do know what you mean. Yep. And it's so it's it's not. Um, my, I, I, I feel like I'm managing this land really good for the most part. I mean, I'm still getting the kinks into it, but I think it's like the experience is going to be really good now. So when I do finish the course, you know, when I do read Curtis's book, when uh, you know, when I'm when I'm reading these books and everything, now I actually have like a huge point of reference versus before. You know, I read James' book and I'm like, okay, I could do this. But then you got to do it, and then it's like, okay, I'm constantly looking back at James' book. Okay, what did this say? What did this say? All right, what is, what is okay? And now when I'm reading books, it's going to be like, okay, yeah, no, I remember when I was in the field doing this or dealing with this. You know what I mean? Like it's it's easier to learn well, stuff when you have a, a, bit, a greater point of reference. Yeah, man, totally. But at the same point, like think about the difference between like, like my approach and your approach. So yeah. your approach, you're like – Okay, I'll read this one book and I'll figure everything out and then I'll come back next like this this winter and and read everything and figure it all out cuz now you got a point of reference, right? Well, no, I mean like I went through Curtis. I mean, I have been Well, I know I know you flipped through it and stuff. Like yeah, I, I just didn't you know. say that I completed it because I was like I don't I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. Right. Yeah, man, but like I went through all the videos. I went through the I went through Jam's book, I went through Curtis's book, I went through Elliot Coleman's book and then I started and then now this winter I get to go back through all of that again and have my point of reference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I have I had both. I got to go into this season with my point of reference from the books and I get to come out with like yeah, I'm just excited for next season. It's gonna be so much better. Yeah. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do for my farmers market and stuff next year. Yeah. And I think though, too. Um Yeah, and and another thing too, I was thinking about the caterpillar tunnels, like Pretty sure my buddy's already going to be getting hoop houses. That's not going to be part of that land that I'm like that acre that he's giving to me to farm. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I could just. He wants me to help him farm in there anyway. So I don't really need to buy anything else. Cool. So yeah, and I I think I might get a part time job too. And the reason why, if I could get a job as like a bartender or something, um, I can lower. So with student loans right now, it's costing me like four hundred a month because of how much money I make. Because when yep. you when you go to pay it back, it's based off how much money you make. So getting a different job at a part time basis, like even if it's just something little, I can actually claim that as my income and you know submit it to the Fed loan services, and that would greatly reduce that monthly expense. Do you have lots of student loan? Um. No, man, but because of my income bracket, 
They, yeah. No, I was just curious how much the overall. Uh, I, it's I, like I understand. Twenty eight grand, or okay. it's actually probably less than that now because I've been paying on it like probably twenty six grand. So not much compared to a lot of people. Um. So and 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 honestly, man, it's only <laughs> funny enough. It was only at like eighteen, but when I decided to go back to school, um, when I when I wasn't working, mm-hmm. like the cost of tuition had gone up so much that I pretty much increased it by like a third of what it was just so I could afford it, the tuition. Crazy, because man. The, the tuition had gone up so much. So um, That's so crazy, man. When I was in high school, I always remember like, like okay, so in Canada, you have to have like a second language or whatever to get into university, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it's not right. Yeah, that's right. But so we have to, we have like French growing up in school, right? Like we have a French class, yeah, and you have to have a second language. To get, you you have to have second language grade eleven to get into whatever. So I always, my parents were like, "No, you have to take French." And I was like, "I don't want to take French." They're like you have to take French, and everybody's like, "Like this is a battle, right?" Like for kids in Canada, yeah. they have to fucking take these second language courses and stuff. And I was always like, "Man, I'm not going to school. Like, like I don't want to. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't need to." Like, I'm not just going to go to school just to go to school, right? Yeah. And I always understood that. I always understood, like, that you don't go to school for that. But I thought, I don't know, I just kind of thought everybody else did too. But, no, man. man. No, yeah. I was I was sold on the dream of get a good job with benefits. And I thought oh, that. I was, I was sold on that dream. Well, no, I go s- to school, get a good job with benefits. Like, I mean, like, I thought in, when, in my high school, man, like, growing up or even just, like, in where I lived. Like you, you were considered a loser if if you went and got a skilled skilled trade thing. So my brother, you know, it really fucked with my brother because he knew immediately, just like you, I don't want to go to school. I want to be a mechanic, or I want to be a a truck driver, or I want to do this. And and now, like, so he went to school and he flunked out and got student loans and all this stuff because he hated it. He didn't want to do it. And my mom kind of like pushed him to do it. And like now, you know, instead he, he could have been doing something. I think like it kind of affected his self-esteem because he already kind of had like a lower self-esteem because he was different and people picked oh, on him. Yeah, man, it definitely affects your self-esteem. Yeah, and so like he like – and now he's just like really starting to like – it's really exciting. Like he's very skilled. Like I, I think I talked about before when I – when he backed that trailer into my driveway, just easy. And I don't have like a lot of space, man. I maybe have eight feet in between my house and my neighbor's house. And my brother just backed it in like easy peasy, got the trailer back and he had it pull forward a little bit because I couldn't even like he, he backed it in too far. And I was, Oh no, man, you got to take it forward a little bit. Like before I could even like, I pulled this car to my driveway and I, before I even could like go to like, like helping back it in, he had it all backed in, and I was like, "Geez, dude!" And uh, so now he's like, it, "We talked a lot, and like I, I help him, I try to help him out because he's he's doing you know good stuff for himself now. Like he's getting really focusing on like skilled trades and everything. And um, it's just interesting when I when I look at it now, and him and I are in our thirties versus like you know twelve years ago or even thirteen years ago, like. Now, now people kind of realize that college is a scam, um, unless you're unless you're going into a specified field. It's a yeah, it's a scam. It, yeah, it is. That that's the that's the key right there. Unless you're going for something, yeah, man. And I and I and dude, I went for so many somethings except for sales, 
and engineering, which are two things that I'm interested in. But I can't believe how many people go and get business degrees. Yeah, and they don't, and they have no experience in business. Really. Start a fucking business. That's <laughs> yeah, how you do it. Man. Start a business, and you fuck everything up, and then you go, "Oh shit, this didn't work. Uh, I guess I'll do something else." Yeah, yeah. That's how you start? A business. I mean, for me, man, like I could have went and got a degree in sales, right? But instead, I got a job in sales. I was getting a degree in pro- so my degree had I finished um, would have been. Uh, exercise physiology pre-med and then I was either going to try to go to like be a physician's assistant or a doctor and then then it was just kind of like I didn't realize what my mom was doing with my student loans and now she put herself in a bad place just because she like had this dream that her kids were going to go to college and then like it was it was my fifth year in college and I was really close to graduating, but then it was like, I'd, I'd always like paid for myself and I was an RA and cause it, it, it just like, it lightened the load of, of the expenses of college. My mom and stepdad talked me out of being an RA my uh, fourth year. And then I lived in this house and all I did was like, I did these internships and like, I hated it so much. Like I was I actually almost got a degree to do like echosonography and all this other stuff. And I, I was just like, man, I've, I've spent four fucking years thinking this is what I wanted to do. And I can't stand dealing with doctors. I couldn't stand this. I had a, I did this uh, job in corporate fitness and that sucks. And I was like, what have I been doing? And then like it, so then I, I just ended up like I read rich dad, poor dad and just ended up getting a sales job. And I, I did a network marketing business and I, and I got like a way better education than those four years in college, man. Like I, it's, um, I just, uh, I've just always done what I wanted to do. Yeah. And like, I, I would like to get it to a point where I do what I want to do and I make money at it. Like I haven't, like yeah, I didn't, man. I wasn't, I wasn't focused on making money before. Like I was just doing what I wanted to do, but I wasn't, you know, I was just yeah. hobbying it. I was just yeah. like, okay, I'll just, you know, go to work and do all my extra stuff after work. But then like, even like, uh, one of the guys we grew up with was helping me with, uh, get a load of micro green soil because he, he has a big truck that I, I got it picked up in. And, uh, he was like, <clears throat> this was like when I was first starting my farm in spring and he's like, man, he's like, you always just do what you want to do. And I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> isn't like, sh- like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. I <laughs> but didn't... then I, yeah, man, there's, I can't believe how many people like just don't, don't go after anything, man. Nothing like, e- like they're not even willing to, I don't know, put the time in. It's weird. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. I think you just chase after things that you, that interest you and that you want to do and, see where it goes man yeah a lot of people though don't have that belief that they're they could they could do anything more than than 12 dollars an hour oh it's yeah you know what's funny though um even i was thinking about this yesterday when i was building one of my tables and stuff and then you're like oh man that's so cool that you have those skills to do that to like make that stuff and i don't have those skills i know that sounds crazy because i built the table but I don't have those skills. I just figured it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how I got those skills is by doing it Absolutely. and fucking it up a whole bunch. And it's just funny when 
when you complete something and then someone's like, oh, you have the skills to do that. And you're, you're like, no, actually, I don't have the skills to do it. Uh, that's my first one. Yeah, man. The tail's looking good, man. The wheels look a little bit different than mine. Mine has the uh, the, the double. Like, I have directional oh. wheels and then wheels on the back. But yeah. yours, I think. But for mine, though, because I have to... No, mine's like a little bit more of a wheelbarrow style. Yeah. That's kind of what I was making it because yeah. I just need to wheel it straight in and straight out of my, exactly. of my thing. And mine and, has to maneuver shit and all this yeah, other stuff. And it, it's and I, I couldn't get casters like you have because I couldn't um, – it's going on like kind of like gravelly stuff and then onto uneven grass. So it, it wasn't the best thing. And when I went to Home Depot to look for casters to get something that was like – huge was like 50 bucks a wheel and i was oh, like yeah. oh yeah so you guys don't have harbor that. freight do you uh no we have princess auto same shit all right harbor freight is good, yeah that's where i got my wheels yeah man um that's a really good place to go it's just uh like 40 minutes away oh word uh, that's yeah far. yeah man uh it's it, like basically i'm at the end of the valley right yeah. and then as you go to vancouver there's more and more stuff so sometimes I, yeah, man, there's lots of things where it's like, I'm quite a bit out of, um, out of town, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man, it's because so, you're like borderline country kind of deal or you are. In yeah, the totally. Uh, I am in the country, I guess. It's really, it's a weird fucking place, man. It's yeah. not like, it's not like, like the Eastern United States is so different than, or, and even the Eastern Canada is so different than BC. Like, like where I live, it's a funnel and like Vancouver has like a million people. Surrey has a million people and then it funnels down to Chilliwack where there's like 100,000 people. And then there's fucking forests and desert and <clears throat> nothing for like two and a half hours. And then it's uh, it's like there's like Kelowna and some other little places in the interior. But like most of BC is just forest and woods. And I'm not exaggerating that at all. Most yeah. of it is completely wild and crazy. And... Like when you see little dots on the map, um, we see little dots on the map of like BC and stuff. Like each one of those is like a little town, and in between there's nothing. But when you're looking at a map of like Ohio or wherever, oh, ours like, is fa- farmland. Is yeah, man. Mean. Yeah, it's like farmland, but there's it's just like there's just lots of little towns. Oh and yeah, stuff. there's tons lots, of little towns. Tons, man, and we don't have those. Like like the smallest town here is like. Like sixty thousand, um, six yeah. Like Hope's probably got like sixty thousand people, yeah. and that's like there's nothing smaller than that. Versus, you know what I mean? Like Listool in Ontario, where they have six thousand people. It's just like yeah. a small town. Yeah, that's a, like the just the geography of how that line's laid out. It's a little bit different. Yeah, you that know makes I mean? sense. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, crazy. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh. That's interesting. It'll be it'll be fun when I when I bring you show you Ohio because it's yeah, like we, uh, where Greg where Greg Burns lives versus like where Rob lives versus where I live, um, even where Steve Harbolt lives. Like Steve Harbolt, um, where his park is, it's like uh, it's 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 like fifty minutes outside Columbus, and then it's it's a town. Um, it used to have industry, but there's not a lot of industry left, so it's just kind of like a small town. And uh, it's it's just different. Like it's uh, uh, I don't know. It's cool. I'm excited for it. Um, anyways, um, what are you gonna get done this week? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant some um 
uh, stuff today. I got lots of stuff to plant out. I got a whole bunch of salanova to go in. And then uh, we actually have a long weekend. So we get a, I get the day up from work tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that washing station, getting that washing station done was a really big deal for me. That was the last uh, bit of infrastructure that I really needed to get. So now I'm just getting organized and I feel I feel really good now. I feel really good today. Yeah. Like, yeah, getting that washing station and stuff done. I was just like, man, this this was so fucking silly. Like, why didn't I just get this shit done before? Uh, cause, like, I should have got it done at least a couple weeks ago because this is going to make everything so much easier. Uh, but yeah, man, I feel good. I think I'm just going to plant and keep my sales going and um, probably try to. No, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Good, man. Yeah, I uh, I got to get my drying station. It's done. I just got to link up with Nick and grab it. Um, so I got to get that this week. Uh, I'm going to do a lot of cleaning, man. I got to do a lot of lean farm stuff in my house. Get my basement clean. I haven't been doing a lot of stuff down there because the weather's nice. So it's not clean and, and just I th- I'm going to work. Uh, so I'm going to work on getting stuff clean. Um, that's going to be my biggest goal. And and then obviously like other stuff like um, like getting I'm gonna get some more Salanova planted, other stuff like that. Um, figure out I'm gonna figure out the tool th- situation and and get get my get my stuff cleaned up. Cool. Um, you know what else I did this week? What else? Started working out. Yeah, man, that's good. I gotta start that again. Yeah, I've been seven days in a row. No, eight days. Eight days in a row now. And you're doing MMA and- style workouts. Yeah, it's like a, just a DVD program. Just so I don't have to think about it, right? Yeah, dude, that's why I do DDP yoga. Yep, that's it. That's like, especially if you're just, if you haven't worked out and stuff in a while, that's important. It's like, that's the first time I've worked out in over a year, I think. So that's a pretty big deal. I feel really good. I also, I also, for like, I just, I read that book, Relentless. Did I talk about that last week? Yeah, man. Um, I think um, I put it in the, I put it oh. in the queue for, to, to get for Audible. Oh. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's such a good book. It's so funny, man. I was talking to Diego and I was talking about like uh, being results orientated. And then this like it was really funny because I talked to Diego and like lots of the stuff that I said, I read in this book like the next week when I started reading it. Um, Ryan Holiday calls it like a quake book when it like shakes you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I felt like when I was reading it. I was like, oh, man, this describes me like 100 percent. Yeah. And um, it was just like about just giving, getting, giving shit up to like kind of chase excellence and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man. And I was like, for three weeks, I can, I'm going to just be like excellent because I haven't been working out. And I was just like, you know how most of the time you're like, okay, well, I'll just do like, I'll just do five minutes of working out. You know what I mean? Just to get started. Yeah. And he was just. In the book, he's just saying that if anyone gets to choose between a 30-minute workout and a 90-minute workout, no one chooses the 90 minutes, right? But yeah. cleaners do. Like people that are relentless, people that are unstoppable, they choose that 90 minutes. And then so I was just like, cool. So I increased my meditation time from 10 minutes to 20 minutes in the morning. And then I just was just like for three weeks, I'm or I'm going to do this workout program for three months because that's how long it, it is. But for three weeks, I'm going to be like 100% of my diet. And so I've been like so good on my diet, man. I haven't had I haven't had anything bad, like nothing bad. And the only sugars that I've had have been uh, natural sugars, like from fruits and honey. That's Other than that, oh, yeah, man. I've been like totally fucking on the ball this week. And it's, yeah, I feel like 
it's starting to kind of turn the court a little bit where I like feel really good too now. So it's sweet, man. I took my dog for, I took my dog for, and I just had more energy, man, because I've been working out again. I I took my dog for like two walks yesterday. We went for a walk in the morning, then we took a, uh, went for a swim in the afternoon because I was working all day, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, man, that's just like, it's just so, it's just rewarding. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get back into it. I think we're going to do um, in August. I was talking to Tom, um, and I want to do a similar accountability podcast with Tom. Not sure when I'm going to start, but it's going to be for weight loss type of deal for cool. small scale life to give him some content. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's, I mean, that's, um, I, I need to get on that. Like, I haven't put on too much weight, but. I don't know. I mean, I've just been drinking too much beer after I get done working. I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty tired. It's hot outside. Let's sit down here and enjoy the day and have some beer. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like a a normal yep. thing. But that, that habit quickly becomes destructive in other habits because I could be, hey, I'm done working outside. I need to get my house clean. Um, yep. Let's let's work a little bit inside or let's take a nap and then get some work done in the house, do some laundry, do this. I can't believe sometimes like... Uh, how, what am I trying to say? Like, it seems really counterintuitive that if you take extra energy to start working out, that you're going to be more tired. Yeah. But that's not what happens. It's the exact opposite. Exactly. It's crazy, man. You get way more energy and then you're just like, like even now I've been working out for a week. So I like, it's not really enough to like feel the difference. Like really, right? You probably yeah. need about three weeks to to like really, you know, feel the difference. Um, but yeah, I already feel so much better. I I can already feel my energy increasing. It's just it's crazy, man. It's nuts. And then like I'm just I'm like, why didn't like why haven't I been working out the whole time? I knew I should have been working out the whole time. I just wasn't tough enough, man. I was like like when I first started doing this, I just had so much change and stuff. I was just like really mentally weak but now i kind of feel like i'm like coming into my own um where i'm just getting mentally stronger again like i think i was mentally stronger at an earlier point in my life and then i lost it for a little bit and now i'm like getting it back you know what i mean absolutely so it's cool like i just know that when i was like working out and eating good and like really on the ball like that's when i like had my most success with just life in general and that's how i felt so i just want to keep that going and just be just be fucking excellent yeah, man, for me, everything starts in the kitchen. Like if I have my meals prepped, then yep. that means I'm working out. It means I'm I'm planning better in other areas of my life. So I need to get on that too. So oh, that's what else I'm going to do this week, get my meals prepped. Yeah, I changed how I – I changed this week how I did my schedule too. Okay. How, what do you do now? Okay. I have a notebook. That's what I did. I got a notebook and – um, it's like a moleskin notebook. Uh, it's just a, that's just a brand. Yeah. But I have a pen that gets attached to it. And then every day I go and I write the date. So like it says seven thirty one, and then I write out my goals for the day. And so like yesterday it says, wake up at four thirty, meditate 20 minutes, set three day schedule, workout, execute on schedule. Right. And then I'll put all my notes and then like whatever comes up during the day, I'll write all my notes underneath of that. Um, and then 
the next day, then I have my most important task to do it. And so I just plan my most important task the night before. And then I just take my notebook with me. And I like I'll if I drive to work or whatever, I'll put it in the car. And then if I buy something, especially like I'm trying to keep better track of like um, my finances and stuff. So anytime I take personal, anytime I buy something with my personal money, I write it in my book. I don't need to write my business stuff because that's already gets accounted for in QuickBooks and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm writing, I'm starting to write my personal money on my, on my, um, in my book too, so that I can see what's happening. But then it's cool, man. Like I, and then I write down at the end of the day, if I was, cause I wanted to be a hundred percent on my diet for like three weeks. So then I write down at the end of the day, if I made it, I write down a hundred percent and I underline it. And right now there's five, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, there's six hundred percent. And today will be seven. So it's good, it's, man. Yeah, man, it's cool. But I think that's a, I think that's a good thing because I've been trying to put my phone down more just to be more, just productive. to, yeah, man, more productive, less distractions. I, I, yeah, it's such a big deal, man. Like just the amount of distractions that it, there's it's, it's all the time, constant, everything. If you can just unplug for a little bit and get some shit done. Like that's why I really like doing this in the morning. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, I 100% agree, sir. Um, cool. Well, uh, I want to shout out um, a listener who wrote me a really nice email. His name is Guy. Thought I had it pulled up, and then my phone just shut it down. Guy Fox? Is it Guy Fox? It's not Guy Fox. Um, when did I send that? I sent that to you like on Monday, right? Yeah, it was a Hey Duke 67. Hey Duke, <laughs> yeah. On uh, Hey Duke 67 on Instagram. Yeah, I forget Guy, his name. Guy Ransom, I think. I think that's that's it. Um, but Hey Duke, yeah, I just want to say thank you. He wrote us a really nice email. Gave, totally. us, gave us some words of advice, said how how much our podcast brings value into his life. And uh, he's in Australia. And uh, so I think that's pretty badass. So um, I just want to say thank you, Guy, for your kind words. And uh, it means a lot to us. Um, I know whenever I get an email like that or a, a personal message um, that comes from the heart and that somebody thought out to take the time to, to write, and include some advice in it as well. Like I, uh, that means so much to me, and I know it means a lot to Scott as well. And it, and it helps helps me stay focused and and see that you know it, it feels good to provide value with something that uh, that you do for fun. So, yeah. which is this podcast? So, anyways, mm-hmm. um, with that being said, we are. Uh, you know what? We decided we're not going to have. We're not going to ask you guys to share the podcast or anything like that anymore we just feel like we need to focus on getting it better making it better so you guys just naturally do it without us telling you to um but if you guys are interested in comfrey parking four and 14 go to nature's image farm on facebook or click the link in the show notes um greg burns actually just post this i guess Oh, no, we talked about that last week, how we lost those birds. But anyways, if you're also in the area, you're interested in getting um, chickens or turkeys, Thanksgiving turkeys, or even pig, send them a message too. Let them know that you're interested and just say you you heard about it through the sample hour. And you should receive a, a special sample hour discount, which is pretty badass. Uh, 
Greg uh, or uh, Grant Schultz just came out with these cool farm bikes. Did you see those, Scott? Yeah, man, the Swiss Army bikes. Yeah, the Swiss Army bikes. So guess what? I looked. You want to get one of those bikes, use code word sample, and you save 20% on that bike, which actually ends up being a few hundred dollars. So it's uh, everything on that site, anything you guys like, use code word sample, and you'll save 20%. Um, and then finally, click and join the Secret Society of Profitable Urban Farming. Um, we're not really a secret society, but... Uh, the nice thing about this course is not only the knowledge you get from Curtis and Luke Callahan, but also the, um, the group, uh, the, the community and the, and the, out of, out of the other course members, um, some guys are really making things happen. I think your old accountability partner is really crushing it right now. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Alexander, he is. Yeah. yeah he just started flipping over bigger beds. He's got some other stuff too. He's got some sheep and um, things like that. Like yeah. he's not, yeah, he's got like a little farm, right? I, I know he does some other stuff too with like the the community in Spokane. But yeah, Christian the Bar is killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's really neat to see. Like I just hope that, uh, I just, it's, I hope that we can uh, just like, man, there's going to be a lot of entrepreneurs coming into this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That want to make money. People haven't been, People have been making money farming for a long time, and uh, now's the time. Everything's lining up. Prices of technology is coming down. Uh, we have appropriate technology, and the demand's going up. People are becoming more aware of that they need to, you're gonna have to pay a little bit more. And like with things like the craft beer thing, it's easier to say like, "Hey, I've got this craft vegetables and craft meat," and you're just gonna have to pay like just just a little bit more. It's a little bit more, but even I think even for what we charge, man, at the farmers market for yeah, I also think there's a lot of room for people to come out and kill it with customer service for businesses. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. Customer service sucks for most people at the businesses. That's a thing too, man. Like I, I deal with small businesses. Like I, I help set them up with a certain kind of services, and I, that's another reason, man, where I'm just like, I, I want to go full time because I'm like, man, if these dumbasses can do it, I can do it. And these well, people are so rude. No, man. That's the fucking thing, though, is that most of those people are not doing it. Yeah. Okay. Just be like, just because they're taking actions and stuff doesn't mean they're going to be there in five years. That's the thing. That's true. That's the, that's the main fucking thing is that like you have to set yourself up to be different. Like, um, like just dealing with other people and stuff, I can see how much time people are putting in with their businesses and what kind of choices they're making. And then when I like go deal with someone and they've obviously been out drinking the night before or they're going on vacation or you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, man, like you're not putting the time in. Yeah. Like you're going on vacation. You're drinking. Like, what are you thinking? Uh, I don't think you're going to be here in a couple of years. Are you talking? Are you talking about me right now? No, I'm not. I'm talking about someone oh, else. Oh, okay. Cool. But actually, I was thinking about two specific people. I just see, like, I just, like, I'm just, like, like, you have a, I just think that a lot of times, like, you're going to be in your first couple years of starting up a business, and you're not thinking about being there all the time. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you didn't earn that vacation yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Especially for sure. when, especially for people that have like a like a brick and mortar storefront and they're paying like a lease on something. 
just like thinking about how much overhead they have in there. I'm just like, damn, man. Like the more I get into this and the more I'm just like, I think everyone's in fucking debt or living off their parents. Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> it's called uh, outpa- outpatient financial care. Economic outpatient care. Yeah. from uh, yeah. It's so funny. Uh, well, funny. cool. Well, I think we can end it on that note. Um, cool. Everybody, thank you again for listening. And to the excuse will, cast. And we'll talk to you again. Yeah, to Drew Sample's excuse cast. Um, and we'll be back next week. And uh, enjoy the show.